This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. And to listen to all parts of today's interview, go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. You'll receive your login immediately and we'll have access to all of our material commercial-free. And to get in touch with us, for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower, there's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at VeritasRadio.com. And tonight, he's back, a Veritas veteran, to decode the future with astrology, 2014 edition. And I'm referring to our friend Jeff Harmon, astrological and spiritual consultant, directly from Southern Arizona. And if you want to learn more about Jeff, go to JeffHarmon.com. And directly from Tucson, Arizona, I would like to welcome Jeff Harmon back to Veritas. Hello, Jeff, and Happy New Year. Hey, same to you, Mel, and thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure, and I always enjoy having you at the beginning of the year for some reason, because, you know, astrology is a roadmap that can help us navigate the future. But before we start, I want to ask you a very generic question that I, I, I should have asked you from day one. Can astrology answer every question that one may ask if in your earthly life, or, or would that be naive or gullible to consider? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I, I would say interrogation astrology 
probably does address everything under the sun. I mean, I've had people from lost animals to people to finances, uh, relationships. Uh, you can basically ask anything under the sun. And the reason why is that the 12 houses allow you to locate in a question at the time someone poses it uh, all these various issues of life. The, the big thing that I always, and you and I were talking just before the show, where where does consciousness fit into this and where does free will and, you know, oftentimes what the charts say can be mitigated, but it's like a good airline pilot. You have to first know it's there or you can't mitigate it. You know, it's, it's like approaching an intersection and you're talking away on the cell phone and all of a sudden you don't see the Mack truck coming through that, that didn't make the, the, uh, you know, the red light or, or whatever situation it was, if you are aware of that and you do know that these possibilities can happen and, and you're paying attention, you it won't stop the event, but it may make the event change from the outcome it would have had originally been predicted. And, and I've seen that happen. So, but, but to answer your question, it, it really can. It, it's kind of amazing. You know, I've been doing this almost 40 years, and, and I'm kind of astounded how much I'm humbled. Um, I, I have a, an immense library. I'm always keeping up on new translations from different professors. Um, and I, I can tell you, it's it's quite astounding. It's a very divine science. Plus, you use technology also. You know, I've been impressed with how you use technology to, to put in the charts because you know, many people wonder, how can you be precise? And, you know, I guess it would be gullible to say that you will hit it 100% every time because, you know, the cosmos is fluid. It changes all the time. And as you say, we are the drivers. We are the leaders. But one needs a map to get from point A to point B. Is astrology that map? I, I really believe it's it's a great aid. I really do. There's, there's nothing that's going to replace skill, common sense. And I think the most powerful force in the universe is human desire, whether it's for good or ill. But I, I think it's interesting we're on this conversation because I think the solar system is probably the most perfect matrix you could ever get. Um, I always say forget Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus, even though it was a great movie. But when I look at the effect of astrology, it, it's, it's really amazing at how accurate the cycles are, even in my own life. I mean – it's it's just astounding to look at your transits and progressions. But again, what we're really talking about, if I'm perceiving it correctly, is consciousness being in awareness of that changes its outcome. It's like a wave coming to shore. If you know it's there, well, you can get your surfboard out and ride it. If you don't, it might knock you down. You know, it's it's really all up to consciousness. And I think consciousness is the real mitigating meteor, mediator between it all. I, I really do. I, if, if we're aware of what's happening, we're going to act differently. I, I had a, a psychiatrist recently, really intelligent guy, who came to me and he was very disrupt. He said, Jeff, he says, I don't know what the heck has happened in my life. And I said, well, I don't know what's going on. And I looked at the new location that he was at. He moved right exactly on a moon Pluto latitude crossing. And he said, I'm on medication myself. He said, I've never had this intensity in my life. I said, well, you just moved right on a moon Pluto line. He said, well, I can't move. You know, I just bought a house, a practice and everything else. I said, well, 
hey, the difference is you walk out of here knowing it. So maybe you can, like a good martial artist, redirect that energy in such a way where you're in alignment with it or you align yourself with it. And that's kind of germane to what we're discussing today with the world. It's it's really, you know, pretty amazing with the energies that are coming up here. You mentioned uh, Pluto. If the astronomical community demoted Pluto to just a planetoid rather than a planet, does it still have significance in the astrologers' community? Well, that, that's, I mentioned that in my newsletter, and yes, I mean, I really have to say, you know, because I'm, I'm trying to be as objective as I can. I actually, believe it or not, I've always never really wanted to be a quote-unquote astrologer. It's just like a tractor beam keeps showing up in my life constantly because uh, I started out in science and physics and all that and electronics, and I have to say, when you look at this stuff objectively, when you get hundreds of clients saying that they're having an issue and certain planetary configures, configurations show up in the chart, there's no denying it. And Pluto, even though they have demoted it, every chart that I've seen, whether it's by transit or location astrology, it certainly shows up. Um, I actually am more of a... an I use more of the Egyptian Babylonian slash Vedic ancient astrology, which actually doesn't use the outer planets, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. But I find in mundane things, it really does show up. And you, you got to go with, if the results are there, it has to have significance. And what's interesting about the United States coming up here is it really is not just Pluto. It's a whole series of things that are coming up. You know, Pluto's really not the main emphasis. It's one of them. And, um, you know, the, what I'm talking about in my newsletter is, is, is right directly related to what's happening economically and globally in the world. We have this huge mass change about ready to happen. Um, and like I was saying, you, you know, you, you, I, I'd certainly like your input on this, too, because you're, in my opinion, an expert. You, you have a, an MBA in, in international uh, finance, and you also have a bachelor's degree, which you know, I read your, your um, bio here a while back, and I'm going, wow, this guy you know, has a lot of experience in finances. And what I'm hearing right now from many clients is that we are the, the quantitative easing can't be stopped. We're, we're locked into this literal tornado of reprinting money, buying bonds. Uh, I, I think it's close to $85 billion per month. And correct me if I'm not exact, but uh, I know it's, it's just a tremendous amount of money. Uh, Goldman Sachs right now is ready to walk out of London. Uh, it's just mayhem in the financial community. And um, one of the biggest things I see coming up here is China is moving in with the one and we're seeing the entire world break up and break off from the u.s dollar as the petrodollar standard well many people are saying well look at how they're they're reducing the the inflow now from 85 to 75 billion monthly if anybody can count to 1 billion you don't even have a 100 lifetime so you know that's a lot of money so from 85 to 75 not that big of a difference it just sent a signal to the stock market saying that uh, the economy is quote-unquote stabilizing which you and i and i believe anybody who has two 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 inches of, of forehead 
that is not the case. And China, I believe they have said this in the past, the 20, uh, let's see, the 20th century was the United States century. I think this is China's century. They're, they're putting their military might out there. They're putting their financial might out there. And I always say this, that the United States being the biggest capitalist country in the world is borrowing money from the biggest communist country in the world. That, to me, makes absolutely no sense. Back in fifth grade, you may have heard this story, Jeff. I, My teacher back then, a very good teacher I had, had us make a, uh, a project, and everybody had to pick a country. And I don't know why I picked China. This is fifth grade. I was probably about nine years old, 10. And I went to the consulate. I got all the information. And my conclusion was that China one day would be ruling the world financially and maybe even militarily. And everybody laughed at me. This is back in 1978 when you would fly over China and you would hardly see any lights. Now fly over China. It's a different story now. And they have the might. They have the military might now. They have the financial might. And many people are saying, but Mel, if we go after China and if we go into war, how are they going to survive because we have this mutual relationship. We're married to them. We buy from them very cheaply. And slavery is still there. So whoever tells me that there's no slavery, go to your local Chinatown. And oh I mean God. I mean Walmart, look at those prices and tell me. If it's, if, yeah, these people are living in cages. Yeah. Yes, yes. I even have a, a friend uh, whose father has a, uh, a classical guitar manufacturing company in, in Spain. He always manufactured locally. But because others are buying parts in China and manufacturing the guitars there, he had to cave in. So he went to visit the the uh, Chinese plant last year, and they had about 300 people in this room. And he said it was about 120 degrees inside. And every half an hour, the employees would have a chance to go in. There was this little waterfall in the middle. They could go take a, a shower there in the middle and come back. Anyway, I don't mean to deviate, but what I'm saying is Ch no, 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 you're right. China has 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 presented itself in a way, and we have enabled it. What difference do you see astrologically between 2013 and 2014? Well, it's huge. Right now, what I, in my newsletter I just that just came out, in fact, it's accessible on my website, um, I did a supplement to the Winter Solstice newsletter, which basically said we just had this huge heliocentric square. Now, for anybody listening, a heliocentric is more what astronomers see. It's, it's solar-based. Um, the Uranus-Pluto square that we've been in ever since September of 2012 really just had a major crescendo here in the last month. And a lot of people might say, well, yeah, but nothing happened. Oh, yes, it did. Um, huge. Not, not only we see Obamacare and the rants on the mind control news is what I call it, but we really are seeing movement in the international markets. The one is really moving into position in no small way. In fact, right now, the U.S. dollar seems to be somewhere on 81 percent. China is somewhere on 8.6 percent. And the euro trade is somewhere about the same, somewhere in the, you know, a little lower, actually, about 6.64. Now, these figures could be a little dated because they're probably about two weeks old or three weeks old. But I'm, I'm getting these from some really knowledgeable people in the financial business. I've got a couple of clients who are really positioned in, in World Bank type um, 
things. I can't mention who they are. And some of them actually meet with Bernanke. And, and here's an interesting thing. I, again, I can't disclose with client confidentiality, but I get the sense every time I talk to some of these powerful clients, the capstone on the pyramid is way up above the U.S. government. The, the dictation of what's really happening in the global financial markets is far above. You know, the George Carlin might have said it right. Forget about the politicians and the judges and all that. They're, they're just there to put you make you to make you think you have a choice. And it's interesting is I don't think they have a choice because they're at the effect of the the uh, the whole system and the system right now is being challenged and China is really getting testy. Do you know that in 2011 it's it's rumored that uh, China used a particle beam weapon on one of our ships and disabled it. Um, now we have particle beam weapons too. I, I shudder to think the weaponry we have. I have a couple of clients in military intelligence, and they won't tell me anything directly, but the sense I get, like one comment was made to me, Jeff, if you know about it, he said it's probably 15 or 20 years old. He said we have so much advancement, so far above anything anybody knows that we have. And that's really kind of eerie when you think about it, because China is openly making a declaration. They're, they're filing for divorce with the U.S. government. And I think... One of the most alarming things is we're seeing, uh, what is it, a thousand metric tons of gold a month China's buying. And you know what they're buying it with? U.S. Treasury bonds. Right. And, and the Fed is soaking this stuff up like Molly with a mop. And, you know, we are Americans, and I can tell you, I think China's out to really divorce itself in the United States. And when we look at what could this mean to our economy, it, it could be devastating. Well, now enters astrology. I, I started looking at, you know, what's coming up for the next year. We have a grand cross that's coming in April 22nd. And that's a very powerful energy in and of itself. And for anybody listening, a grand cross means that there are four planets, four major planets that are literally making a cross. But why we call it a grand cross is because it's happening in cardinal signs. Cardinal means the signs that the, the equinoxes and solstices happen. And, and those bring a lot of speed and force to things. They, they, they generally make things happen more rapidly. Um, well, here's the interesting thing. If you take that grand cross that's happening in the sky, which, by the way, just happens to be the next major Uranus-Pluto square, and, and I, I probably didn't say this real clearly, but the world is in a major cycle called the Uranus-Pluto square right now, which definitely brings change and disruption. Well, here's the main point. This square sits right on the U.S. chart in such a way where it is really going to bring a lot of pressure upon the U.S. And what's even more interesting is Mars retrogrades right over the top of Saturn in the 10th house. The 10th house is the president. And I think Obama is going to be under a lot of pressure. I think the government itself is under a lot of pressure. And this really looks like it's all financial. Now, the question I've been asking is, what does this mean? Does, it, does this mean war? Is this strictly financial? I think it's strictly financial now, but it could end up in a military situation. There was a professor who just did a study. They 
surmise there's close to 3,000 miles of tunnels underneath China. They've got over 2,350 nuclear weapons that they know about. They definitely have the neutron bomb. They're, um, they're really flexing their muscles. And this, uh, the, the United States, from what I hear, the, well, so, not so much the U.S., but the Fed is incensed that they are basically declaring they want the petrodollar debt. <clears throat> and what I'm hearing from some sources is that um, – they're moving right now to position the one with a gold-backed currency and the whole Eurasian. In fact, there's actually the, the two people can look this up if they want. If they go to, uh, well, let me look at my notes here. Um, there's so many notes on this whole darn thing. It's absolutely amazing. But the, the um, there's in Hong Kong, they're doing a one swap, and they're also doing another one in Beijing. And I know they're into London as well. In fact, when I find my notes, sorry, I don't have this right in front of me. But but I can tell you, um, Russia is doing a lot of business with oil. And I think China just now became the largest oil importer. They surpassed the United States just recently. And Russia is selling a lot of that oil to them. And Saudi Arabia is kind of on the way out from what I'm hearing. Their wells are drying up. And it's interesting, Iraq plays into this, too, because Iraq is this gargantuan source of oil, much larger than people originally had anticipated. But the big thing is it's all high quality, and that could be a saving grace here for the U.S., because the U.S. is essentially working with Iraq and has a lot of contracts in there and agreements with Iraq, which could help stave. That's some good news on this side. But it's, it's exceedingly complex, and the astrology shows if there could be some real false flag events here coming up, um, this thing in the South China Sea with you know that island off of Japan is no small issue. And I think there's a little provocation going on there on both sides between the U.S. and China. All we need, to, all we need is a tripwire event in that area of the world. I mean, I'll just need to look at World War One, two, uh, even even the Spanish-American War, Vietnam. They always have yeah. a little tripwire event, maybe with a That's ship. It. That's right. That's all it takes. And I hate to say this because I'm, you know, I'm not an alarmist. I'm, I'm you know, I, I was on your show and you asked me what was going to happen with the Mayan calendar, and I said I can't come up with anything. And I'm not demeaning the Mayan calendar. I'm just I couldn't come up with anything. But you know, if you ask me now, I'm saying I really think we are at a precipice right now of some serious issues, and it really looks like it's financial. But if you look back at the First and Second World War, and no historian can really figure out World War One, my sense is it was getting rid of the dynasties and putting in new financial structures. And World Central War II banks. Certainly did that. Exactly right. And look at World War II. You are now threatening, or China is now threatening the very core essence of Western civilization. That's no small issue. That's about as big as it gets. You and I, one of the, you know, and this relates to the martial law stuff and the executive orders. One of the things they're afraid of is if China devalues our dollar by virtue of literally everybody gets off of it and starts moving towards the yuan. Well, 
what did that do to our buying power? Hyperinflation ensues. You could see gas soar. You could see uh, goods soar. And we'd be in mayhem. And they might have to implement martial law because of the violence that would ensue at gas stations and supermarkets. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. But the symbolism in the chart kind of looks like that. And I hope and pray it doesn't happen. But could it? You bet especially on these kinds of energies. And I don't think from what I'm hearing or and, and the signs that I'm seeing, and you may be able to help with this too, that there is going to be a acquiescence from the Fed and the powers that be on the USD. I don't think they're just going to roll over and say, okay, fine, devalue us. You don't, I, I don't, you don't have to be a financial guru at all to see what's happening out there. I mean, we're talking about the uh, the Federal Reserve and central banks. The first thing that was instituted after these SARS were gone in Russia was a central bank. The first thing that was instituted in Libya, you know, recently was a central bank. And many people wonder when they look at that, um, the $17 trillion clock, does anybody wonder where that money is owed to? You know, people think, Oh, we owe 1.5 or 1.3 trillion to China. Not true. China does not like to have their, their debt or, or whatever they buy public. So they have about 3.5 billion, but they use third parties in order to do that. Just like we have CIA fronts everywhere to, to transact and do black ops and what have you. They have the same thing. But, you know, you uh, we owe 2.6 trillion to the the uh, federal government we owe 2.6 trillion to other countries 1.1 trillion to japan and what i don't mean to bore people with numbers but if you and i jeff no it's true if you and i jeff were to accumulate a lot of debt a lot of debt i mean if you had to boil it down to to us as individuals this is unpayable if we don't pay we yes we have to file bankruptcy and in this case with china we, I don't see a way out of this. If we continue printing money. No, and you're exactly right. No economist I'm speaking to, none of the, I've got clients with millions of dollars worth of gold and, and they're saying the exact same thing. And these are people having meetings all over the world. They're saying exactly what you're saying. Absolutely. And I think if, if this happens and, and China all of a sudden decides to, to make something else, their, their, their reserve currency. This is an act of war on their part, but we can also create an act of war by saying, guess what, China, we're going to miss the payment. I know a lot of people who are listening to us saying, this has never happened in history. Well, guess what? You know, a few years ago, I was buying real estate like many other people were buying real estate, and we were told the same thing. Oh, real estate, we've never seen that bubble happen, and it happened. Historically, this happened. This right. is a pyramid scheme. Right. We keep putting that money out there, and at the end of the day, there will be a loser in the end. So where do you see the dollar astrologically? I think, I think right now, if the Fed wasn't propping it up with the quantitative easing and the bond buying, at the tune of close to $85 billion a month, it may be more from some sources I hear, I think we'd already be in the sewer. And what happened, you know, I, I'm beginning to wonder, did Bernanke's PhD include simple math? Because <laughs> when, when you go back to... Um, 2008, his extended pretend bail out the banks, that's the only thing that got benefited was the banks. It didn't help the U.S. economy at all. None of this quantitative easing is 
helping the economic structure. It's reducing profits. It's creating more tax base. It's kind of an endless cycle. And yet, on the flip side of the coin, they've got no alternative. There's really no alternative that I can see um, other than reinstitute manufacturing here. I mean, I'm, I'm not a political analyst, but, but the, the, I can tell you the astrology says we are at crisis point. It's not coming. It's here. And when this spring, I would cite that starting this spring, and we may see it as early as in, in Vedic astrology, the United States is in a seven-year Mars, what we call Maha Dasha. In Sanskrit, Maha means major and Dasha means period. And we move into the tail of the dragon subperiod, also known as Ketu, uh, right in February. In fact, I wrote that down here. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, February, uh, what is it? It's in my newsletter. But I, I can tell you that that is huge. It's absolutely huge. Yeah, it's right here. It's February 6th. And it doesn't move off until this summer. And even then, I don't see things settling down at all in 2000, until 2015. In fact, this whole issue it looks like chaos up until the spring of 215 which means all of this year particularly this spring and then also uh, into 215 which squares with what i was saying before i see 2020 as the world as we know it has changed now there's a, an alignment that happens approximately every 240 years um with Jupiter and Saturn, but it's Jupiter and Saturn can join every 20 years, but this is a very ancient system where it looks at Jupiter and Saturn changing what we call elemental triplicities. It's, it's like sacred geometry. It, it literally makes a star of David through these triplicities um, over a 240-year period. And it's not exactly 240 years, but it's close because you have to remember we work in years and the solar system works more in cycles that are not directly Earth time. But it's very close to that. And I believe this is going to be a technological revolution. Hopefully, the powers that be who are really running the finances can belly up at the table and do this without military confrontation and eugenics and all the other things they seem to love. And we can do this in a way where we can find compromises. Um, there's a lot of U.S. bashing these days, not that it in some respects doesn't deserve it from some of the people manipulating it, but this country is still a great country, and it's got huge infrastructure. And it's, it's militarily very substantial. And I just hope, that they come to peaceable solutions, I pray, and I would encourage everybody to meditate and pray on that, because I really think what causes men to go to war, and women these days too, is the mind control that's used to get people rattled up. I mean, the propaganda. Um, Frank Capra had mentioned, and, and you know, Robert Mitchum's another really interesting guy who actually said it was chic to be a communist back in the 40s. And that's an interesting comment that he made. And he made that, I think, in about 1992 or 91. And um, it, this kind of pervading background has been there a lot. And, you know, I, I don't want to get political, but there is strong evidence, in my opinion, that Obama comes from a place that is not exactly all American. 
Uh, if you look at Acorn and where he is, and I don't care if you know people like Obama or not, I I, I think in t- his his background and his actions are speaking for themselves. You know, the whole world thought they were bringing in the Messiah and a light worker, and we're finding out everybody's finding out it's not the case. The the agendas are completely different than what he said. You know, and he made some eerie statements, too, back in 2001. We're about ready to fundamentally change America. Well, he certainly has. Certainly, and uh, he promised to be transparent. He has not delivered. I think uh, he's Bush on steroids, and uh, nothing has really changed. A lot of the executive orders are being signed in the dead of the night. Uh, during the holiday times, NDAA was uh, signed again, renewed again, and now there's there's one agreement out there that if anybody's listening, I want you to go and Google this and learn it. I am not well-versed. I'm not going to discuss it too much tonight, but it is very important. It's the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. And this thing is huge, huge to the point that only CEOs, selected CEOs of major corporations were allowed to be part of that deal and government uh, government representatives were not allowed. So when you think the corporation is taken over, and believe me, I'm a capitalist, to the point of, of, you know, being able to transact with people without abuse, but these major corporations are becoming the new government. Do you see this astrologically that governments are being ruled by corporations? Well, I, I think that's the upper part of the capstone we were talking about earlier. I, I really do. I, I think that's been in play for a long time. There, there is clearly, you know, there's a lot of people say the Illuminati, they see the Bilderberger group and so on and so forth, all of which may be generally true, but there is clearly um, people operating the strings. You know, Rockefeller, you, you see these phrases dropped over periods of time, like particularly Rockefeller, who made the statement right outright, you know, I don't care who makes the laws, give me control of the money. Well, China is petitioning right now the IMF. Well, I don't know if the IMF is the top of the capstone either, but they're certainly a little higher than maybe the people sitting in Washington. So this is an interesting trail up to the top. The astrology shows that there is a new plan about to happen. And that plan, if China's on board with it, great. But China has made direct threats. They actually said that they have bombers now that can hit the West Coast. They have ICBMs. Um, and, and it's interesting, in my newsletter, I actually have a link that goes right to the president of China telling the, to the, the PLA newsletter, so the People's Liberation Army, that prepare for war. They're, they're literally saying prepare for war and prepare to win. Uh, that's a pretty bold statement for a president to say to his army. You know, and look at Germany did back in World War II. And I'm not fear-mongering here. I, I'm just putting awareness out there. We are, if, if the astrology is right, we are currently at a place where, you know, Sting had the song, I hope the Russians love their children too. Well, I hope the Chinese do. And the way the Chinese treat their people, I'm not so sure they do, <laughs> you know. So this is kind of eerie. And um, I, I hope it blows by without... A direct military conflict because it would be you're not going to have millions killed it would be billions and the problem with 
you know, look what we just saw with the, the Korean, what's his name over there, the crazy guy in South Korea. I mean, he just threw his relatives literally to a pack of 200 dogs. You hear about that? Oh, absolutely. He and five other of his cohorts mm -hmm. and uh, had 300 right. people watch it. Uh, and, you know, and I, I, I talk to people all the time because who are really conscious people. And when we sit here and we say, okay, well, we're evolved, we're conscious, we're, we believe in God, we, we really believe that consciousness creates results. And yet you see, you know, I, I noticed on your, you, you had a great slogan, Mel, I love it, it where you said basically that, you know, you, you were not going to be shadowed by belief. Um, I, I wrote it down here. Yeah, you, you have an oasis of truth and light in a desert of deception and darkness. And that's just exactly what it feels like. Um, where you have consciousness and divine workings of God, and I believe the angels. And I really say to people, what can we do? You know, rather than buy ammunition, maybe the better ammunition is meditate and pray. Literally ask God, please, through your holy angels, stop this. Make it work so that violence, destruction, mayhem, and suppression of not only human but animal life can be allowed to go forward. Because right now you've got a small few in control of some weaponry that is way beyond eerie. It's it's frightening. I mean, anybody who thinks that harp doesn't exist or that particle beams don't exist or that space weaponry doesn't exist may be smoking some of the Colorado pot because I, I really think that um, it's there and there's strong evidence of it being there. And, they, you know, in this case, maybe the deterrent of the strength of the United States technology would deter them from doing something like this, which would equal a peaceable solution. But the astrology is looking as though there's a crisis point coming in, and it's now. It's, it's literally happening this spring. And the crises appears to be the money. And, you know, I've said before, it's always prosperity, recession, depression, and I hate to say this word, but it always ends up in conflict or war. That's and, right. Um, it, it does, the, I have to call a spade a spade here, the astrology is not looking like anything trivial. This is major. Um, I haven't seen a configuration this tight before. Just, just as a, a point of view, that Grand Cross I was mentioning before is like they're within like a minute of degrees on some of these aspects. Now, just so people know, in astrology, we actually use a, uh, geometry. There's ge geometric things called conjunctions, which are zero degrees. There's squares, which are 90 degrees. And then there's oppositions and trines, uh, which are 120, and oppositions are 180. But, but these are all just geometry. And when you get real tight aspects, there's 60 minutes in a degree. And when you start getting something within five minutes of arc, those are tight. Those are that, what that means in plain English is that the forces are strong. And we see this right now with the gargantuan um, floating and again, quantitative easing that's going on. The entire Deutsche Bank, the, the Royal Bank of Scotland, so many other banks, they're all teetering right now. They're just rolling stuff over. I, I have one guy in Malibu who told me, he says, Jeff, extend to pretend. 
He said, that's what I'm hearing. He said, extended pretend. <laughs> I like and that. I'm like, I like that. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. You know, and this, this guy was involved in selling Johnny and Carson's house. So, you know, he, he's definitely got his finger on the pulse of a lot of things. And I, I have to say, the astrology is, is making me go, I don't know how this is going to go smoothly without some type of crises. The question is, is how far? Let me ask you before will, I forget, because I know you have yeah. your, your finger on the pulse in, in Hollywood and so on. Why is it that so many celebrities are selling and, and leaving California? I personally think it's Fukushima. Uh, that's part of it. Um, and I also think they're very worried about this very same situation. Um, I think, you know, and again, I don't want to create fear, but awareness, it's, it's really a creepy situation with the situation with China and Russia right now. And the entire world is polarizing. You've got the Gulf states wanting to come up with their own currency. And I hate to say this, but the Nairobi thing with the mall, remember the shooting yeah, and all that? sure. Well, I can rattle off the countries that we're trying to band together and put together a, um, a currency that would be the South African nations. In fact, the BRICS nations, if anybody's ever heard of that, BRICS stands for Brazil, Russia, uh, China, and, of course, uh, South Africa. And India. And, uh, and India, that's right. Thank you for correcting me. Um, so what are these people, what is the BRICS nations trying to do? They're trying to put together a currency alternative to the USD. The problem is with us sitting in America, our way of life, if, the, if, if we have a currency failure, this is not a depression. This is like Germany. That means your currency is worthless. Why am I Republic? Uh, Thank you. Exactly right. Why am I a republic? And this is what's happened. The only thing that'll be worth anything is physical goods. And then you've got mayhem, and now we have a whole new system that has to be put in. So we're at the pre and this is what the astrology is showing. We are at the precipice right now of either fighting for the system we have to maintain it so that it can be fixed, and I, I'm waiting to see who comes up with that one, um, or let it implode and rebuild it. And imploding is going to mean some serious stuff. I mean, you know, you have children, I have children, and it's in, many other people do too. It's, it's not going to be easy. And, I, and I'm not trying to create fear. I'm trying to create awareness. And I think you know, the gold, that we, when you see China hoarding the gold that they're hoarding, I mean, this is not trivial. They are packing gold in constantly. It, I mean, a thousand metric tons a month on average is what I'm hearing. And this is some pretty reliable sources, people who really know what's going on in the gold market. And, you know, the question is, is, is it good to have gold? I think long-term it really is, and I think silver is good, too, and the precious metals, because I do think um, that's going to be sustainable in the long run. But you're but talking I, about I'm, physical gold and silver yeah. and precious metals, not paper. Not paper. No, 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 no. If you can get it physically, you're better off. And it's interesting. We're talking about the Wamai Republic and how... Many people say that this could never happen. Let me, let me first say to everybody who's listening that I love the United States. I love its people. And I know we have a reputation out there. But please do not blame us 
for what our government does. We're trying our best here, doing what we do. And we have these people up there. They claim to have ineptitude. But, you know, Federal Reserve, in my opinion, they are the ones who ruled this country. You have uh, Bernanke, who's exiting, a helicopter Bernanke. Now, we have somebody yeah. out there who's... Yellen, no, Yellen isn't going to be any better. Janet Yellen. Well, I've heard from from uh, from other researchers who say that some of her former colleagues in, in college consider her to be very, very unqualified to to be where she is. She has some very, very drastic ideas that she wants to implement. I mean, all you have, as you said, as you well said, the money that was given to the banks only helped the banks, did not help the people. Right now, we don't see hyperinflation as I expected it to see. When you're getting $85 billion every single month, that should create hyperinflation. But what happens is it's going to the stock market. So all these, you know, 16,000, I don't think that's that's going to be there forever. And as it has happened in the past, and those people who 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 control the news are going to be the ones controlling the information for the future. They did it in the past. They're going to they're going to blow the markets. They're going to buy, you know, at a fraction of what it costs, and they're going to start the cycle again. The problem is that now, as you say, we have China, and this is going to be an act of war if we do that, it this that's way. That's the leveler here. You're, you're exactly right. China changes the equation. So does Russia. The reason why the game's up, the game's up, something, they're not going to be able to do what you just said easy with China in the equation. If, if we get a global devaluation of the dollar, which isn't caused by the IMF saying, okay, we'll, we'll devalue it, but it's caused by virtue of they force us into a devaluation, which is exactly what it appears they're beginning to do, um, what the gold buying they're doing, and they're positioning See, everybody holds USD, called the petrodollar, in order to exchange in oil. Well, Russia and China have just broken that because they're now dealing in yen. And China's making deals all over the place, buying things in yen. The petrodollar, they're trying to kill it. Well, that whole structure, which was basically put in World War II, you know, whether we agree with it or not, it's going to drastically affect the American way of life. I mean, you and I are not going to be able to run down the street and buy something like we can now at the prices that's called hyperinflation. And maybe that's why the martial laws are in place. And Homeland Security, by the way, is firing generals, which shouldn't even happen. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what the, the, there's a lot known on the inside that's not being told to us, and you certainly can't depend on the, the normal news channels. I mean, Fox News is put there to make us think they're on our side ranting away. And, and remember, they brought us a la carte 9-11, which will, you know, they'll, they'll catch Lee Harvey Oswald before they really figure that well, out. I think CNN and Fox News are both uh, eco, eco ch chambers of the respective parties. But as you're saying, are. we're not going to be able to buy what we are used to now. Uh, just take uh, late 1923, Weimar Republic in Germany. It took 200 right. billion marks to buy a loaf of bread. If you don't think that this go. may happen here, and for every dollar that comes back to the United States with the petrodollar, which is what keeps the United States where it is as a number one country, financially, militarily, you name it. For every time a dollar comes back to us, it dilutes the dollars even more, and our purchasing power goes down. Right. So the more countries decide not to purchase in, in using the dollar, the more the economy of the United States will suffer. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. 
You're, you're entirely right. And and what the, where the astrology enters in is I'm seeing that this is now, it's now not be able to be swept under the table. It's crisis point. And the, the leveler in the equation appears to be the Eurasian markets, which, see, the Gazprom in uh, uh, Russia, they are looking to move this whole Syrian thing, which was circumvented, is, is very interesting because we know that was really over a pipeline. And it's like they know they've got to do something, and they probably have 25 scenarios. I'm looking for a false flag event here, and, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope it doesn't happen, but we know how easy it is. And just I just ask people to remember, what did little Germany do? How could little Germany do the devastation it did on the European continent? I mean, it damn near took the entire – had we not stepped in, it would have. And now you've got a country like China with one point, somewhere around 1.4 billion people, and nobody knows if that's accurate because it's hard to get a census in China. Um, and you have these people basically – I was at a party not too long ago where a, a gentleman who was in the military couldn't say too much, but – and I was just probing. I said, well, you know, what, what do you think, you know, is happening? He says, I'll tell you what. He says, the biggest thing on the radar screen for us that I'm hearing is China. He says, we know China is amassing just a gargantuan uh, military machine. Now, Russia has just, as many people know, has just upgraded, you know, almost a trillion dollars. It was $750 billion or something in their military. And that's what we hear. You know, again, humans always resort to war, and it's if you follow it back, it's good versus evil. It's because the evil bankers want to control, remove people, murder people. I mean, look what happened in, in Russia. I mean, millions of people were killed with these revolutions and trying to institute banking. And, you know, it's, it's just sad what happens. And I, I really pray, and I would urge everyone else to do the same thing, meditate. I believe astrology works on what we call the sublunar level. In fact, the ancients said this, that, that there was the soul of the world. There was these angels that literally uh, infused the entire cosmic energy into the world. And, you know, a lot of people are out there buying ammunition and shoveling, you know, fallout shelters underneath their houses. Let's face it. If anything like this, if this magnitude were ever to manifest, I don't think that's going to do anybody too much good. Um, and if you subscribe that violence only gets more violence, which I do, um, I think the most powerful thing in the world is mass consciousness. If we could, as a mass consciousness, each one of us meditate. You know, it's like the Sodom and Gomorrah story. You hear God looked down. There wasn't one holy person in the city. You know, and that's why he told them, get your wife and leave. And she looked back and, you know, so if people believe these stories, which I actually do, um, I, I really feel if we could all from our hearts meditate and pray, God, please help this situation come to a way where the greed of a few isn't allowed to trick the masses into another bloody mayhem war, which could destroy billions this time. And it could. And I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm, I'm trying to say this is a real reality. And, you know, you have to live not in fear, but in conscious awareness. And if you're, if you know you're, you're going to die someday, you stop fearing death so much and you start saying, well, why am I here? 
I'm here to change or I'm here to experience. Well, our thoughts collectively, I believe, permeate the entire astral plane. In the Kabbalah, they call it the Yetzirahic plane. And I, I really believe that has an effect. You know, you, you look at these men who march like little toy soldiers when you see the Chinese armies and all these different armies, and it's like, you know, how can you get that many people to just blindly follow an order to go do what they do? And, and I agree the military has to have order and cohesion and discipline, but, you know, you just got to go. There's got to be a way to make a difference, and I really think meditation and prayer does. I've actually, there's a meditation I've been doing that allows you to pray to certain aspects, and you can get visions, <clears throat> and I keep getting a vision. Want to get some, <clears throat> I get some water? What's that? Want to get some water? No, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, I, I keep getting a vision that it's, it's going to work out somehow better than mayhem. Um, something will cause it not to be as bad as it could be. Because <clears throat> we hear these predictions all the time. You know, Nostradamus, you know, I, I remember in 1979 walking out of the theater with a friend of mine who owned the theater, and he's he's like, you know, I watched The Late Great Planet Earth with, with Burson Wells. And, you right. know, right. access tips, you know, we weren't supposed to live past 1985. And, you know, again, this could maybe make listeners think, I'm predicting the same thing. I'm not. What I am saying is all indicators show this is a major crisis point. And I pray, and I would urge everyone else to as well, in whatever faith they have, to ask God, because I, I don't think anybody's God's different than anyone else's. It's just our perceptual awareness, whatever religion we are, to to really ask, because I think thoughts are things. Dr. Emoto's work proves that. He, he's proven over and over again what, what the mystics have always said, and that is that thought form elementals are literally things. And when you look at law of attraction and, and resonance is another big thing in physics, that resonance resonates so that we start attracting more positive Things. And, and I, I really think that, you know, you, you say, well, what can that do against bombs and armies? Maybe a lot. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And, and, and what you said about Dr. Masari Moto, very true. I encourage people to, to watch his, the videos on what he did. But let me just read this. And, well, before I read this, let me just say that, as you know, cycles through millennia, cycles are cycles of darkness, cycles of enlightenment. Do you think that we are in an upward trend getting out of a darkness cycle, Jeff? I actually do. And I think we're going to hit an amazing technological and spiritual realm that's already happening. I mean, there's a lot. Of, on the flip side of the coin, there are so many people I talk to. They're really great people, and they're really aware that they're spiritual beings having a physical experience. And I think 2020 is the birth of the possibility where we start living more with soul consciousness and technology rather than deifying technology. And, you know, the whole industrial age has been, you know, steel and weaponry and building and concrete and roads and highways and computers. And we've been a bit drunk with our own technology and, and prowess. And I hope 
you know, the, this next mutation conjunction, that's what they call it, it's a mutation conjunction, which is when Saturn and Jupiter change every 240 years its, its element. Well, the next element is air, and air is thought, it's consciousness, and believe it or not, it happens in Aquarius, which is, if you look at the sign of Aquarius in astrology, there's four juts to the glyph. And you know what, that's very interesting, the symbolism in that, because it means the four modalities of transportation, which also includes the psychonoetic or the conscious worlds. So I personally believe that, that we would have probably destroyed ourselves in this last century had there not been divine intervention. And I, I really have to say... Um, especially now that I'm kind of on the other side of life, you know, I'm, I'm not old, but I'm certainly, you know, I was born in the fifties and, and it's, it's, I can now see, you know, the most important thing is, is we come here for conscious self growth and awareness. And I don't believe anybody dies. I really don't. I think our physical bodies do. So why would, you know, and you look at the amount of angels it takes to maintain a human being. I mean, when you look at the synchronicity of the universe and you start looking into some of the scriptures, not just in the Bible, because the Bible has been changed a lot, and I might irritate some people by saying that, but if you look at the secrets that were lost in the transcoding in the King James Version, um, which we start getting back in the Hebrew and Aramaic, it's it's not a theory. It's It's actually provable where the Psalms and the scriptures decode into cryptographic things that are just mind-blowing. The Zodiac itself has so many references to angels. And then you go, well, we go back to the Matrix thing. This is exactly, like I say, forget Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus, not to demean the movie, but I really think this is the soul matrix. And there's too many souls here playing out, not only just in human, but animals. And, you know, I think about what's happening in Fukushima and the, and the death in the Pacific Ocean. And, and you mentioned before, why are people vacating California? I, and a lot of people are heading to New York, too, that I'm hearing in the entertainment business. Um, there's a lot of worry. You know, there's Geiger counter readings, particularly in the Pacific Northwest, that are kind of eerie. Um, and they got to watch defusing that reactor, oh, those three reactors, because we may have seen nothing yet if they cause an explosion over there. But, but if this is so bad, Jeff, you know, take, take back a few years ago the BP oil spill. They let us handle it, allegedly. Mm -hmm. I wonder how much was really fixed. You know, I think it was corrected, put all over the place. But with Fukushima, this is, this is a global catastrophe, in my opinion. Is Why is it that countries have not seen the inaction of the Japanese as an act of war. Really, they hadn't, they have not allowed, they say they have allowed some scientists from all over the place, but it is still going. What is it going to take is the question. And also, let me just read this paragraph since we're talking about the possibility of going to war. And again, folks, I understand. I'm not trying to plant fear. I am responsible for the thoughts I entertain. But I don't deal with predictions myself. I deal with projections. All I have to do is go back in time and look at history, and it's repeating itself time and time again. Now, look at this. Let me read this paragraph. When the war broke out on July 31st, 31st 1914, the Reichsbank, that's the German Central Bank, suspended redeemability of its note in gold. 
in the United States put a check on that. After that, there was no legal limit as to how many notes it could print. The government did not want to upset people with heavy taxes. Instead, it borrowed huge amounts of money, which were to be paid by the enemy after Germany had won the war. Much of the borrowing was discounted and monetized by the Reichsbank. This amounted to issuing straight printing press money. This happened exactly 100 years ago. But all you have to do is change the word Germany, and it sounds as if that's where we're going. You are exactly right. I mean, you what you just read couldn't be more right on. It was, we're doing the same thing. You're right, change the name. We're doing exactly the same thing. And the astrology says, game's up. Game's up. I mean, by when? This spring. I, I would say the Grand Cross. See, there's a Pluto opposition the sun. The last time we had a major aspect to the sun was a conjunction back in the late 20s. Well, <laughs> need I tell you what happened then? We had prohibition, and where did it go? right into what Bernanke's trying to prevent right now. Now, do you see, because right now I'm seeing that energy. We, we have a lot of reserves in the United States. If we didn't have to use other countries, let me put Saudi Arabia as one of them, and a lot of it, you know, go back to, to I don't mean to bring 9-11 back, but allegedly there were 19 Saudi hijackers. What do we do? Nothing. We went directly to Afghanistan. Why didn't we hit Saudi Arabia instead? Because they have the oil. But now we have oil in the United States. We could have a, you know, hemp industry come back. And this could completely revive the economy. And we could become totally uh, independent without having to depend on so many other things that we have in order to survive. The, the, the United States is so formidable. It has so many options. I mean, when you look at the, the people here, the talent that's here, the resources that are here, it's just so amazing. And, and what are they doing to tap any of this? Nothing. In fact, you can tell what's going on by the news media. They're actually creating mayhem and dissension. If, you, if people stop watching the news for what the news is saying, but step back and just look at it, Overall, what are they doing? It's constant ranting back and forth and constant criticism. Well, you know, during the Reagan administration, at least, not, not that I'm saying he was perfect either, but I would tell you that at least there was a national emphasis on pride, being American, and wanting to, to do something for your country. Right now, it's more, well, we, we have to let, you know, um, gay and lesbian marriages happen and all that, and I'm, I'm not having any problem with that, but what I'm saying is, is they're focusing more on destruction of the integrity that was originally there and moral beliefs than they are on anything else. And again, I, I don't have any problems whatsoever with anyone's sexual preference. In fact, I have a lot of friends that have different sexual preferences, and that's fine. I mean, mine are mine, and, and they can have theirs. I, I do not judge. But I will say that when you start getting the government to want emphasis on the state and not where people can have general beliefs, you start getting what they call a communistic government. Now, they can call it socialistic, but it, it really leans that way. And the news medias are enforcing chaos and mayhem. So there's a force here going on that's very strange. And we've never seen this before. And, and again, I don't want to get too political, but I, I would tell people, you know, Obama's background is quite, quite disturbing. 
you know, and, and there's a lot of question there. And, and anybody who's tried to do anything in that area has been immediately suppressed. Well, indeed, it's, it's enigmatic. A lot of people cannot find information about him. I haven't seen that many fellow, you know, college students that can come forward and talk about life, uh, you know, with him. But anyway, yeah. many people suspect he's a Manchurian candidate, and I think that's probably the case. His mother, his grandfather, they all have CIA backgrounds, so who knows? Maybe this was pre-planned for a long time uh, in order for for them to, to bring the agenda out. And if you criticize it, what do they do? Oh, you're a racist. That's the, the card they play right. all the time. But, you know, that's we have nothing to do with no. We have to take a one and only break, but before, let me just say this. The moment that China was able to disable a satellite by using one of their space vehicles, I think that was the line in the sand, technology-wise. I think that showed us that they have the might. They might not have to use their military might here. All they need to do is disable some of our satellites, and unless we have good emergency mechanisms in order for us to, to succeed, that could be problematic. But we have to take our break. When we come back, I want to ask Jeff, what is most troubling to, to, to us on the radar screen in the upcoming astrological outlook for the United States birth chart? When a client calls you, you have to look at their birth chart. Let's do it with the United States. Let's do it with other countries. And let's see what comes out. Jeff, how can people get in touch with you and your work? Well, the best way is, is jeffharman.com. That's H-A-R-M-A-N.com. Um, just Jeff at Jeff Harmon. And uh, that's that's the easiest way to, is to get through on the email. And, and we have the uh, phone numbers are on there too. We have links on our web website as well. Well, folks, don't go anywhere. This is a fascinating conversation starting the year with astrological and spiritual consultant, veteran of this show, Jeff Harmon, our special guest. This is Mel Fabregas, and you are listening to Veritas. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the first segment of this very important interview. To listen to the rest. Go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. You will receive your login immediately. We'll take a short intermission, listen to some music, and we'll be right back. Enjoy.
This is Dr. Fred Bell, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. The Veritas Show is a lot of fun. I enjoy it. 